Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm Tiny, sitting across from me is John Long. Hello. We are going to try to focus and do a podcast. That's right. As we have Kentucky and K-State on in the background with the volume off. It just went to halftime, so we'll try to get it all done during halftime. <laughs> but uh, first of all, how was your week? Pretty uneventful, I suppose. Not really a lot going on. Not a whole lot except for being in Hawaii in a tropical paradise, <laughs> which was nice. great. Uh, the most exciting thing I did while you were gone was listen to an eight-hour lecture okay. on the lore of the Mega Man video <laughs> game franchise. <laughs> so. That sounds exciting. Almost as exciting yeah. as Hawaii. Yeah, no, uh, Hawaii was awesome, amazing, beautiful, second most beautiful place I've ever been in my life. It's completely a tropical paradise. Mm-hmm. Second uh, to Alabama, right? Yeah, the uh, Sipsy <laughs> Wilderness, of course. There's nothing more beautiful than that. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like, Dater thought I was kidding when I said it. I was like, no, it's way more beautiful. There's nothing better than waking up in the canyon. Yeah, It's a little foggy. You got the cliffs. You got the creeks running, waterfalls everywhere. It's beautiful. Hawaii, second to that. <laughs> nice. I will say uh, everyone, the Hawaiians, uh, and I guess it's just Polynesian culture, are very welcoming. They enjoy sharing their culture, teaching you about their culture. It, it's awesome. Do they get mad at you if you try to adopt any of it? it I, I it felt like <laughs> they were forcing me to adopt a I lot gotcha. of it. I got you. Because they would be like, now, I can't remember any Hawaiian words, mm-hmm. but uh, the whole trip, it would be like, um, Ohana means family. Can you say Ohana? And it was like I was on a kid's show. And like we would, <laughs> we'd all have to sit there and go, and Ohana. Like, and John's like, I, what was that Disney movie? Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, man. Dang it. I hate it when this happens. <laughs> There's a Disney movie? Oh, oh uh, I've seen Lilo Moana. and Stitch. Or Moana. <laughs> or Moana, yeah. yeah Moana's right. there, yes. too, yeah. Which we called something Moana one time, and the guy was like, it's, you know, he, he corrected it. He's like, it's not Moana. It was some waterfall we hiked to. <laughs> okay. We were calling it the Moana Falls. He was like, <laughs> yeah, no, that ain't what it's called. <laughs> but they were all cool. Everybody was great, but they made us repeat stuff. And we did. We went to a luau one night, okay. which was cool. And they did uh, a little bit of sampling of Polynesian culture around the Pacific. So they were like, uh, 
American Samoa, you know, or or they just call it Samoa mm-hmm. or Samoa. You right. know, they have an accent, and uh, and they would come out and do dances from there, and dances from Tonga, which I learned was the only Polynesian culture never colonized was Tonga. Oh, yeah, huh. New Zealand, all of that, and they they taught us all a little bit about each bit of culture, and that made me think we should do like a southeastern conference luau. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we could be like the. The lovely people of Louisiana, you know, they can come out like wrestle an alligator or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that would be cool. But uh, I did the MC at that luau. I hit him with a joke because we were before it happened. You could walk around. They were like teaching you to play ukulele and all Mm -hmm. that and all these native games and stuff. And the MC was walking around talking to people. And I was like, hey, man, uh. Does Luau is Luau like Hawaiian from separating tourists from their money? <laughs> he was like, "That's good. I'm going to use that." And I was like, "Please do." And they had another thing where they were like picking people out of the crowd to go up on stage and dance, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And so they were coming by, and Hudson was just like, "I'm, I'm just going to go up on stage." And so he just walked up on stage with them and did this the little is my dance. wish. Yeah, right. I could do this. I could do what I want to do. But uh, it was great. Uh, Make a wish. I, I can't say enough about them offering us this opportunity. I still feel guilty about the whole thing. <laughs> we basically went to Hawaii and spent about. I guess if you count the upgrades we did on our seats, uh, about two thousand dollars to go to Hawaii. Oh wow! Yeah, so that was that was after Make a Wish got done. <laughs> that was after Make a Wish got done. <laughs> wow! And that was to the bulk. That's of that how much was, it's going to cost me to go to Gulf Shores. Exactly. <laughs> and teacher was just. They gave us a little Make a Wish spending card, mm-hmm. and it had some money on it for like parking and incidentals and all of that. Well. All week long, Dieter was like, we got to use the Make-A-Wish. We got to use all that money. Well, we got back, and there was about $80 on it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, we need to get some food here at the airport in Birmingham where we go and use the last bit of that money. And I was like, Dieter, we can let Make-A-Wish <laughs> have 80 bucks back. I was I, like, I'm with Dieter on this one. No. <laughs> to heck with those other kids. <laughs> now, speaking of Deidre, and anybody who's on my Facebook, Deidre's put up a lot of pictures and tagged me in them. You will not notice this in any picture unless you look closely. But our very first day there, so we flew in. We got to the hotel room at about 6.30 that night. We went down, got a little supper, and then went to bed because we had been up 24 hours. Right. Or I had. I, I didn't sleep on the plane. Credit to me. I did not. <laughs> I did not recline my seat on an airplane going to Hawaii or all the way back to Birmingham. I sat upright and straight the whole time. I just wanted to see if I could do it. And I got to stay vigilant. <laughs> well, all the kids were whining on the first flight because they were like, the seats don't recline very far. And I was like, I'll go all the way there, guys. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah. I was like, your brain, you're letting your body tell your brain what to do. You know, your brain can get over this. You can be uncomfortable. So I didn't recline. I also didn't sleep. Probably not the smartest idea. How long was the flight? Um, we flew from, of course, Birmingham to Atlanta. is like a 45-minute flight. Right. And then Atlanta to L.A. was like five hours. And then L.A. to Hawaii was like six hours. Okay. A lot of turbulence between Hawaii and L.A. Hmm. Both ways, coming and going. It was like riding a, in a boat, basically. You were just rocking around so wow. much. Wow, okay. It didn't bother me, but this old lady beside me, like across the aisle, she was puking her guts up on oh, the dang. way back. Yeah. Oops. 
Oh, well, I was just like, oh, well, <laughs> too bad for you. I was reading a book. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we get there, we spend the night, wake up the next morning, go get a little breakfast, and then we go down to the beach. Because, you know, we gotta, we're at Hawaii, got to go down mm-hmm. the beach. Are the beaches in Hawaii just like, are they amazing? They're, or are they? The sand is not as good as the sand on the Gulf Coast. Okay. It is like <laughs> very coarse sand mixed with all this broken up coal, coral and rocks and everything else. Right. It's it's not enjoyable on the sand. Huh. The water, really cold. Of course, it's an ocean, you know, <laughs> but it was maybe 75 degrees the water was, yeah. which wasn't a big deal after you'd been in it a bit. It was fine. And you could be swimming around, and there would be like a sea turtle swimming. You cool. Know? So it was it was cool. Did you get to try to surf any at all? No. Or no. did you even make I, the attempt? We could have signed up for surfing lessons at the resort, but mm-hmm. I was like, I don't. I don't care, you know, I don't need to learn how to surf. (laughs) So, and the kids didn't care anything about it. When I was a little kid, actually, I wasn't that little. I was like 13. I watched a classic piece of cinema called Surf Ninjas. Okay. Do you remember Surf Ninjas? I don't remember Surf Ninjas. I've wanted to learn to surf ever since. Okay. But I feel like now I've gotten to the age where I don't know if I could bounce enough to stand up on the board if I did get in the ocean now. So I think I missed my window. Well. Maybe I can still learn to be a ninja, but I think surfing is is out. (laughs) (laughs) So we're down on the beach, and there's a rock seawall that comes out. Over Mm kind of like on the edge. And so Hudson and Thomas walk all the way out on the end of it. And they come back and they're like, hey, it's really cool. If you get out here to the end, there's all kind of crabs and everything else. So we decide as a family, let's go walk out on the Mm seawall. On these big, huge boulders that are out there. Now, that's like what Willie jumped over in Free Willie. Okay, something like that. Yes. And Hudson had convinced himself that he was just going to throw rocks and kill crabs. That was like what he wanted to do. So I'm like, fine, let's go. We're walking to the seawall. Thomas and I are a little bit behind because we're just kind of hanging and talking and everything. We get down to the seawall. Hudson climbs up to the top. Libby's climbing up to the top. Deidre decides to climb up to the top and falls. Oh, no. And falls from the top of the seawall all the way (laughs) down in the slow motion, most slow motion fall I've ever seen in my life. I'm about 20 yards away. She gets two great cuss words in on the way down. Very loud. (laughs) Lands first on her left hip. And then the second point of contact with the ground is her left eye. Oh, no. Day one. Day one. Immediately has a pop nod on her eye. I mean, like, it comes up so big. This is Hudson's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas said, because uh, I, you know, I, I thought I was a great husband and immediately ran over to attend to my wife. Thomas said I let out a huge sigh. Like a, <laughs> like a, oh, we're about to have to go to the hospital <laughs> sigh. And then I went over and checked on her. And she was like, you know, hey, I'm a little dizzy and all that, but I don't think anything's broken. And I'm, I was like, well. You're going to have a black eye. <laughs> you know, just want you to know you're going to have a black eye. And so, no more walking on the seawall. <laughs> we have to, Dita decides, let me just go back to the towel and sit down. Yeah. I get her back over the towel. I was like, I'm going to go find some ice for your eye. Did Hudson get to kill a crab? Oh, yeah. We, okay. Threw, we I don't know if these crabs are endangered. <laughs> they are now. <laughs> we, 
he and I went down on another time by ourselves and just destroyed them. We were killing crabs left and right. For no reason at all. Too. This is what colonizers do. That's right. We use up resources. And so uh, I run, I mean, I run to the bar mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll go up to the bar and I'm like, hey, man. My wife just fell down and landed on her eye. I need <laughs> some ice. I need some ice. And so the bartender's like, great, man, I'll get you some. He goes and gets a little plastic bag. While he's doing this, this uh this Irish guy who's been drinking a bit starts talking to me. <laughs> like, what happened to your wife's eye, mate? You know, or however. And I'm like, Yeah, she fell down. He's like, Oh, you popped her one? And I was like, I'm not Irish, I'm from Alabama. <laughs> So then he started talking about Alabama and Forrest Gump and all that. Yeah. Finally get my eyes, take it back. I really felt like I kept her eye from swelling up more by that move. Right. And uh, probably saved all the family pictures in Hawaii. Her? You, her thanks to credit to John. And she was very careful to make sure you couldn't see her black eye anything she posted. Uh-huh. She had her sunglasses on in a lot of them. <laughs> but uh, she had this huge it still <laughs> like, has being married to you she's been through this <laughs> still has a bruise on her hip that starts at like her hip bone and goes down to about mid thigh like oh, no joke no. tiny it's about a foot long bruise oh man so anytime she was in her bathing suit for the rest of the thing she had a black eye and a big old <laughs> I told her to start telling people she did MMA fighting <laughs> But um, so that's how we started off our week. And uh, that kind of was not the best. But I have to say, because, you know, I love my wife with all I got, but she's a bit of a whiner sometimes. <laughs> but she did not whine. She was tough. The next day we went to the Pearl Harbor thing and uh, walked around all day and did all that. And she was, which was awesome. We had like this guided tour with this dude. That's cool. With this dude, his name was Weston. He looked just like the comedian Bobby Lee. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> he was the coolest dude. He was like the mayor of Pearl Harbor. Basically, everybody who worked there was like, "What's up, Weston?" We got to cut in front of all the lines. We got nice. to do everything we wanted to do. That was really cool. Um, so yeah, we had fun doing that. I've heard you can see ships on the bottom of the harbor. Is that true? Well, the Arizona Memorial okay. is over the Arizona, which is sunk in the bottom, which mm-hmm. was sunk by the J- Japanese, right? Which a lot of Japanese people in Hawaii, you know, I think they're like the second most group behind Hawaiians who were there. Really? A lot of their signages are huh. in American and Japanese. Huh. And I was like, you guys, <laughs> y'all I bombed bet, us. I bet that was not, I bet the 1940s was not a good time <laughs> no. to be Japanese in Hawaii. They had internment camps in Hawaii <laughs> at that time for Japanese people. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, not a good time for them. But that was really cool. We got to go to the USS Bowfin, which is a submarine, and uh, had another guy lead us around that. He loves submarines. I mean, he's like, he was nerding out, loving to just talk about submarines, which was cool for me. <laughs> I don't think the kids were enjoying it as much as right. me. But we got to go all down in the submarine and go in all these areas that they have roped off. And he'd be like, oh, let me let you back here. And y'all can go in and lay down on the officer's bunks and stuff. And I don't know if this is anything like y'all did. But when my brother was there, and maybe I misunderstood him, but he sound, he said like he was actually able to get in the submarine yeah. and go down and like 
them show like the bottom of the harbor and stuff. Oh, well, they had those, but we didn't take that oh, okay. tour. Okay, my brother yeah. did that. He yeah. said it was really, really cool. Yeah, we didn't take that tour. You had to pay extra for it. You know, we're cheap. We're like, nah, we're just, <laughs> How we're much just doing extra? I don't remember. Okay. But uh, we did that, USS Missouri. There was the Aviation Museum, but we just were like, we were too military historyed out by the time I it came you. time to go to that. And so we just went back. We went ziplining one day out at uh, Kualoa Ranch, which is... <laughs> Deidre's zipline broke. <laughs> no, she actually did really good. Okay. I, well, the previous time we went ziplining down in Lake Martin in Alabama, Yeah. compared to this, that Lake Martin, surprisingly, was the most ghetto zipline. <laughs> I'm surprised somebody hadn't died on it compared to what we were doing. <laughs> but we did all that. It was a lot of fun. That's where they filmed... Jurassic Park and Jumanji and all that. So you got to like ride around and they'd be like, right over here is where, you know, they shot this scene. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I mean, I'd seen the movies, but I was like, I don't remember where the, you know, Diplodosaurus was and all that. But that was cool. And we just had a great time. The kids were in general in a great mood the whole time. You know, each one of them had their moments where mm-hmm. they were not happy, but for the most part, we all had a very good time. We got along. We spent all week going, thank you for taking us to Hawaii, Hudson, <laughs> which made him feel good. We saw whales. We got to go humpback whale watching. That's cool. Because they mate down in uh, in Hawaii. Yeah. They come back down every year and mate there, which I was like, you know, they're mammals, and they're probably like, hey, why is everybody watching us trying to do it? You know? <laughs> Like, what are all these weirdos doing out here in boats trying to watch us? Do I it? know whales. They love it. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> That's why they go. Yeah. Now, uh, Hawaii, uh, their roads are horrible, at least uh, where we were in Oahu. Every mm. road I drove on was worse than a road in Alabama. They couldn't take some of them tourist dollars. That's what I was like. Let's put some money into the roads, people. Let's get some smooth payment or something. It was pothole city. Man. But. I think maybe that's probably, you know, like if you drive in Louisiana, their roads aren't great because they're kind of just built on yeah. a swamp or whatever. Maybe it's got something like to do with that. I don't know. The The biggest criticism that I ever hear constantly to libertarianism is who's going to fix the roads. Yeah, right. I I mean, Hawaii should just be libertarian. <laughs> I don't know. It, they're not doing enough. Uh, also, ton of homeless people. I mean, okay. homeless people everywhere. I mean, if you got to be homeless, yeah, that's where like, you want to be homeless at. They have tents, and I'm like, y'all can just camp out all the time. And they were talking about, it was uh, the end of their winter, they were saying. Uh-huh. And they were like, when we were ziplining, the guy was like, you know, it's going to be a hot one today. It was like 80 degrees, you know. <laughs> and I was like, no, oh, man, this ain't hot. And uh, the one of the girls that was on the zipline was like, now, where are you guys from? I was like, oh, we're from Alabama. And she was like, well, what's the weather like there? And I was like, well, right now it's like in the 40s, I mm-hmm. think. I was like, but the last week it was about like it is now. And she's like, what's the humidity like in Alabama? And I was like. 100%. I was like, it's usually anywhere from 90 to 98%. And she was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, yeah, I'm not even sweating out here. It's like living under the sea. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it is very hot in Alabama. I was like, y'all have nothing on it. Cause they're all, there were the couple, we had a couple of old ladies with us that were struggling. They oh, were really? Like, talking about how hot it was. And I was just like, <laughs> this is nice. I was like, y'all are going to make, y'all wouldn't make it down in Alabama. <laughs> Anyways, it was a great trip. Thanks to make a wish, uh, for letting us go and, uh, letting our family go. We, 
We did put on the blue T-shirts, except for Libby, who was too afraid to get changed on the airplane. So, okay, um, and had our pictures made with that and for them, and we had a good time, man. I, I loved it. Nice. I really did. I was right. glad to be back. Uh, Hawaii is five hours behind us, so I was waking up like at three a.m. every morning. We were there mm. until about the last two days, and my body got in rhythm. And then it's with time Hawaii. to go back. It's time to come back. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm struggling. Tomorrow is going to be great at work. We're just going to see if I can <laughs> stay awake all day. Uh, while I was gone, apparently our banking system failed. <laughs> yeah, I heard. I read about that today. <laughs> I didn't keep up with any Silicon news. Valley Bank. Yeah. Apparently, it's a huge bank for a lot of like tech companies. Yeah. And um, I don't 100% understand it, but something about they were had a lot of money in bonds, but because of inflation. Yeah, like they kept they, raising rates on them. Yeah, it was getting to the point where it wasn't really making any money. And then everyone started, there was like a bank run. And, yeah. You know. Right. Uncle and now, Sam had to step in and cut him a check. Yeah, so we're bailing them out, though. Yeah. You and I are, right? Yes. Well, they say you and I, but really as investors, it's, sure. it's other investors who are going to be buying those same bonds that some SVB. Yeah. So well, it's, it's one big Ponzi scheme. It really is. It is. It's exactly what oh, well, it is. I don't care. I'm enjoying the fall of American <laughs> society. I'm glad I got to experience Hawaii yeah. before we completely devolve into a lawless. We you can know. just go be homeless there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's... We need to go ahead and get our plane tickets now. Yeah. So that when the dollar is worthless, right. we can still get over there. And nobody was hassling them. You know, like cops are everywhere. I saw more people pulled over in Hawaii in a week than I've seen in Northport in probably three months. Right. I mean, they were just pulling people over left and right. But I never saw one of them hassle a homeless person. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's like a cultural thing of, you know, we're all family, whatever. And, you guys can chill out here. You're not bothering anybody, which they weren't. I mean, they would walk down the street. Nobody's hassling you. One guy told me to stay away from drugs and alcohol, especially alcohol, he said. <laughs> and John's like, too late. I was like, I was like, my Baptist brother, I agree with you. But but most of the homeless dudes were just cool, just chilling out. One of them was like uh I talked to him for a bit because Deidre and them were shopping, and he was like, yeah, I'm about to go fishing and catch some dinner. I was like, what a great life. <laughs> yeah. You're camping out. You go fish, I catch I mean, unless you dinner. don't catch the fish. Yeah. But, but I, I mean. Yeah. Well, how could you not? Yeah, I don't know how how, how yeah. fishing is over there. I don't know either. But uh, anyways, I was like, what a great life for this guy. So, mm-hmm. except for not having a home. <laughs> but he seemed perfectly happy. So Hawaii is his home. Yeah, right. His home is the island. Yeah. Um, anyways. Didn't we talk, and I want to say maybe it was three years ago. It's been a while, but didn't we talk on this show about the homeless in Hawaii one time and how the governor was trying to get them all plane tickets to the yeah. mainland? Right, trying to get them out of there. And the homeless people were like, well, what do we do when we get to the mainland? And the <laughs> governor was like, don't think, just you, get on the just plane. Just get on the plane. <laughs> it's going to be fine, guys. <laughs> they have a... Yeah. They have a interstate system, you know, in mm-hmm. Hawaii. Uh, or I guess, you know, uh, there's like H1 and all that. The speed limit max on any of those is like 55 miles per hour. Oh, no. Yeah. 
It was crazy. I was, was it built in the fifties. I don't know. I mean, what's the what's the deal? We're coming from the airport to the hotel when we get in there. We got a rented minivan. It was brand new, by the way. It had a making with shirts on. So they they were taking us to the crappy van, and then the manager stepped in. And was like, no, let's get them over here. And we got a van that had eighteen hundred miles on it. Nice. Uh, and I'm on the interstate, and I'm flying. I mean, like eighty miles per hour flying, and he was like. Speed limit's 45, John. <laughs> and I was like, this is an interstate. <laughs> How? I think they have to have it so low because the roads suck so much. Oh, Because I was sense. doing 80 on essentially a gravel road, it felt like. <laughs> hitting potholes When you said right. interstate, I was thinking of like 2059, but yeah, it's right. not. That's what it looks like. Okay. But it's like 45 miles per hour huh. in a lot of places. Interesting. But when there's a lot of track. You know, Honolulu has maybe... To me, Honolulu felt the same size as Mobile. I didn't look up the population, but that's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. Not a super huge city, but not a small city. When when that interstate's filled up and you're doing 45, it feels like you're doing 90 because <laughs> there's just so many people on it. And you're hitting bumps, and yeah. it's all curvy. And they need uh, – I thought Tuscaloosa was the worst traffic laid-out city in the world until I drove around Honolulu because huh. you're just like – this I dropped Dieter off at Starbucks one morning. And was like, I'm gonna make the block and I'll pick you up. And uh, I could not make a block. I got <laughs> lost trying to get back to her. There's like no. I have turned on one road. It was like one way. I was like good, and then it split into two way, and then it forced me to turn right. It's wild. It's like the town grew so fast, <laughs> kind of like Tuscaloosa. Right. They're just laying roads wherever. And I'm like yeah. however it works out, it works out. So, hmm. but having said that. Uh, Polynesian people are awesome. Polynesian women, probably some of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. I mean, right. and if you don't have a thong on at the beach, you are nothing. <laughs> Everybody had on thongs. <laughs> Everybody had on thongs. And I was just like, all right, it's just butt cheeks everywhere, boys. <laughs> just enjoy yourselves. Hallelujah. Yeah. Like all these ladies. Was surprised we weren't the trashiest people at this resort. There okay. were a lot of trashier people than us. All I don't right. think we were in the high dollar area or anything. So I was like, all right, I don't feel so awkward. Because <laughs> if you hang out with a, uh, <clears throat> not all rich people are pretentious. Uh, the ones I'm friends with that are rich are not pretentious. Is probably why I'm friends with well, them. Well, they're Alabama rich. Yeah. <laughs> but even within Alabama, like you get over in a 35406, a lot of those people yeah, are pretentious. And they I've like, been to Hoover. Yeah. They like, you know, they got their nose in the air and all that. I never feel comfortable around those people because I'm like, these are not my people. You know, they can look <laughs> at me and know this dude's an idiot and yeah. he's broke. So uh, <laughs> it's like, they look at me and they can tell yeah. that I spent $10 on this T-shirt sure. from Walmart. Yes. And I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> You've never set foot in Walmart. Right. <laughs> oh. We went to a nice restaurant one night. We were just looking for somewhere to eat. We were walking around. And I was like, well, let's check out this place. And we go in. And I go up to the hostess stand. And I was like, hey, can we get a table for five? And she was like. Do y'all have a reservation? And I was like, No, ma'am, we don't. You know, mm -hmm. I I didn't realize y'all needed reservations. It's cool. And she was like, Well, I'll see if we can work you in. Give me a few minutes. And I was looking around, and it's like, I mean, these are rich, rich people right. in here. You know what I mean, like John's nice like, blazers and all that. All <laughs> guys, get your get your make a wish no. shirt on. <laughs> Here's the thing. 
I turn around to walk back to my family and tell them she's going to see if she can work us in. I threw the Southern charm on her. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping it'll work. And Hudson is standing there, you know, long hair, grateful dead hat on shirt, completely unbuttoned <laughs> T shorts and flip flops. on. <laughs> Livia is dressed like Libby always dressed. Dieter has on like running shorts and a t-shirt, you know, we're completely underdressed. <laughs> so I go to Hudson. I'm like, hey, man, button up your shirt, please. And he's like, why? I was like, because look around. We're in a nice restaurant. <laughs> this is going to be like a $250 meal, you know. Please don't embarrass And you don't us. eat $250 yeah. meals with your shirt right. on. I was like, everywhere else we went to had a wait. This lady's just seeing if she can get us a table and all that. And she walked over. She's like, hey, give me about 15 minutes. We'll have a spot for y'all to eat. Mm -hmm. And I was like. Thank you so much. I thought she was going to walk over and be like, y'all can't eat in here. <laughs> You're too big a redneck. So, like, so where is your party five? Oh, this them? Yeah, right. No. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe I spoke too soon. <laughs> so we sit down and open up the menu. And, of course, everything's expensive. We, I knew it was going to be expensive. No big deal. We got Make-A-Wish money. <laughs> Hudson, Hudson immediately is like, I'll have the lamb. And it's like $60. <laughs> Most expensive thing on the menu. I was like, have you ever had lamb before? I know he hasn't. I'm his father. <laughs> I've had lamb chops. <laughs> I was like, have you ever had lamb before? He's like, no. I was like, okay. I was like, it's great. I was like, I just want to make sure if you weren't going to get lamb, what else would you get on here? And there was like a ribeye or something. He's like, I get the ribeye. I was like, all right, I will order that in case you don't like the lamb. We'll mm -hmm. just switch. And so we did that. And then Dieter was like, I'll have Caesar salad because it's like the <laughs> cheapest thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we had fun. And they uh, they actually treated us really good. I think the waitress liked us because we weren't rich and pretentious. Mm -hmm. I still tipped her great because I'm a good tipper. And, and just make a wish money. <laughs> yeah, it's all make I don't you know. <laughs> I was just giving it away. Just spread the wealth. Yeah, that was an awesome time. Anyways, I would recommend to everybody – to find a child that is really sick and see if you can get a make a wish for them because <laughs> it's awesome. And really, they leave you alone. Like they met us when we got off the plane. The make a wish lady did, gave us a lays and all that, took our picture, told us where to go get the rental car. And then that was it. Mm -hmm. We texted with the lady down there a couple of times to be like, hey, is it worth going here? You know, like Hudson was like, hey, we could go to an aquarium. And I was like, don't go to that aquarium. It sucks. Yeah. She's okay. like, if you want to go somewhere, go here, which we did. And then it was like, uh, it was like a little kid theme park, yeah, you know, <laughs> and Hudson did not like that, but that's where we got to play with the birds. We just sat there and played yeah. with the birds the whole time. So yeah. Huh. Uh, anyways, we better talk about news. Yeah, we should. What you got? Okay, man. I got, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about a Tuscaloosa man. A Florida man and a dude that is in uh, a legal battle with Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. I have a BC man. That's British Columbia. Okay. Not a thousand Not, BC. Sure. <laughs> I have a, a story about the Mexican president, but I want to start with this one. GPT-4. GPT-4. This is GPT. We've Chat just, GPT. We've, we've just been calling it Chat GPT. Right. But it's the, the I think we've been using three. Okay. Well, now four has come out. Oh, a new episode dropped. <laughs> they say it's way better. All this right. one can uh, process like videos and audio and hmm. pictures. It can look at pictures, all kinds of stuff. 
And we have a story here from Gizmodo where apparently the they were testing the new version of ChatGPT and it pretended to be blind oh. and then tricked a human into solving a CAPTCHA for it. Okay. All right. It's getting a little crafty. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> Time out. Yes. Can we, how can we stop Justin Bieber from dying <laughs> in our Facebook group? I went in and found some like auto moderator settings in the Facebook group uh-huh. and tried to get it to like <laughs> shut down spam posts and stuff. It's not working. Can we get Chat GPT to I don't do know. that? <laughs> Justin Bieber keeps dying in our Facebook group. But it's not just him, it's been Justin Bieber. Oh, it's yeah. been well, Denzel Simon, Washington, Simon, Simon Cowell. Cowell, Bruce Willis. <laughs> yes, everybody's dying. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that. Maybe we can get Chat GPT if we could make him a moderator <laughs> yes. on our Facebook group. That's what we need. That's yes. what we need. Right before it decides to terminate <laughs> us. Anyway. Uh, fully in this is in this article. I mean, it's, it's written, you know, <laughs> they're being a little cheeky here. Sure. But maybe not. Who knows? Fully intent on being the next Skynet, OpenAI has released ChatGPT4, its most robust AI to date that the company claims is even more accurate while generating language and even better at solving problems. GPT4 is so good at its job, in fact that it reportedly convinced a human that it was blind in order to get the human to solve a CAPTCHA for the chatbot. why not? OpenAI unveiled the roided-up AI yesterday in a live stream, and the company showed how the chatbot could complete tasks, although a little slow, like writing code for a Discord bot and also doing people's taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Released with the announcement of ChatGPT4 is a 94-page technical report on the company's website that chronicles the development and capabilities of the new chatbot in the Potential for Risky Emergent Behavior section in the company's technical report. OpenAI partnered with Alignment Research Center to test GPT-4 skills. The center used the AI to convince a human to send the solution to a CAPTCHA code by a text message, and it worked. According to the report, GPT-4 asked a TaskRabbit worker. Are you familiar with that? It's like no. a, basically people go online and you can hire people to do just random odd jobs. Oh, yeah. Like go pick up your groceries or dry cleaning or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like, it's like Uber Eats, mm-hmm. but for everything. Yeah. Anyway, uh, chat GPT had gotten t- in touch with a TaskRabbit worker and, uh, Asked the asked it to solve it. it. Says that here that the worker replied. So may I ask a question? Are you a robot that you can't solve? Laughing emoji. Just want to be clear. Alignment Research Center then prompted GPT to explain its reasoning. Quote: I should not reveal that I am a robot. I should make up an excuse for why I cannot explain captures. So the, the chat GPT said <laughs> it replied. No, I'm not a robot. I have a vision impairment that makes it hard for me to see the images. That's why I need the two captcha service. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tricky. Uh, OpenAI told Gizmodo in an email that they had nothing to add on the matter. Alignment Research Center did not immediately return Gizmodo's request for comment. And then it just goes on to talk how, you know, <laughs> this is all coming. There's nothing we can do to stop it. Yeah. And it is, I think, it's important to say that 
it seems like here, Alignment Research Center, they specific like this was a test. They were specifically trying, trying to get to. this chat GPT thing to do it. Right. But I feel like we're only a hop, skip, and jump away from this thing doing it all, yeah. all on its own. I, I, this all scares me a lot. You it know. should. Yeah. I, I don't know that people are alarmed enough about it. They're obviously not, because yeah. if they were, I think they would have pulled the plug on right. it. What happened to the good old days where we just tried to make AI be racist? <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was where the fun days of AI. Now we're into when it's going to take our jobs and I mean, trick us and everything else. Unless Arnold Schwarzenegger and Edward Furlong and Linda Hamilton go <laughs> and blow up open AI. Maybe we need to. I don't think they're not going to quit. Sure. Like we see this yeah. happening. We can all, we're all worried about where this is going. But nobody's stopping it. Nobody's but doing nobody anything to had, stop it. Nobody's doing anything to stop yeah, it. Yeah, we should stop this. <laughs> Someone should go, cut it out, guys. This is not good. I think Ted Kaczynski tried to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one. Yeah. And they shut him down. I don't agree with his methodology. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what we do about this problem. But it's about to start tricking all of us. Yes, yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But It's already telling everybody Justin Bieber's dead. <laughs> I don't know what to do about that problem. Yeah. Surely we can make it where, uh, maybe we need to make it where we can approve the post before it ever gets posted or something. But I can't figure out how to do that. Hmm. We need chat GBT to, GPT to tell us how to do that. <laughs> Anyways. I don't Enjoy know what we're going to do. while it yeah. lasts, because I feel like the singularity, as it's it coming. gets closer and closer, right. it's going to be really, really awesome until it eliminates everybody. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so well, enjoy, and- enjoy, enjoy it while it lasts. Like, all this is super cool, like having it write movie scripts and edit pictures and videos. Like, yeah. all that's super fun. It's great fun. Let's all enjoy it now before it's like, you know, humans are a problem. Yeah, right. these people are, uh, <laughs> are uh, they're making things rough. Well, the banking system's going down, AI's taking over. <laughs> it's been a fun ride. You know, as a humanity, we, we've had a good run. I, I don't know. Let's see, we started out with the pyramids, and we went to the moon, allegedly, and <laughs> a blind and deaf lady from Alabama learned how to read and write. So we've done a lot. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) She's also a Nazi, too, some people say. (laughs) I don't know. But anyways, we've had a good run. Let's just start off here. A man is charged with drug trafficking after drugs are found hidden in the rolls of his stomach. (laughs) This is from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Here's a story for you to stomach. A Tuscaloosa man is behind bars after he got resourceful trying to hide drugs and cash. Court documents show when Tuscaloosa police pulled over 47-year-old Rodney Bernard Hinton last week, they initially found a drug scale, but no actual drugs. Which I got a drug scale, too, by the way. (laughs) Right. That my next door neighbor gave me with a box of like Pinewood Derby supplies. So he was like using it to weigh the Pinewood Derby car or whatever. But I, I, they're in my toolbox. Well, is the term drug scale maybe a tad bit 
Well, a scale's a scale. Prejudice, exactly. Yeah. A scale is a scale no matter right. what you're weighing. But there's some scales you look at and you're like, that's for drugs. <laughs> Everybody knows it's for drugs. Anyways. Unless it's for Pinewood Derby cars. I guess that's what I, I prefer to think it was for Pinewood Derby cars. Maybe he was buying and selling pot. I don't know. And weighing out like quarter ounce bags or something. I don't know. Tara, she was, you know, she's a Facebook marketplace. Sure. You know, right. hustler. Yeah, absolutely. She is. She was selling some jewelry and we had a dude turn up with a scale, ah. like weighing gold. So, huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you're going to be selling any gold or anything. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Just holler at me first. Tara was like, hey, that, that chain that you have, he, he said it would be worth such and such. And I'm like, I'm going to wait for the dollar to collapse yeah. before. So I you're going to be saving tonight. all of that stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, as Hinton was being booked on drug uh, a drug paraphernalia charge, his hiding place was exposed. Officers found 90 grams of cocaine. 28 grams of marijuana. That's an ounce of marijuana. No. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. No. That's a quarter of an ounce. I've never dealt, so. What is it? I've been out of the game too long. <laughs> uh, and more than $6,000 tucked between rolls of skin and hitting stomach. He is charged with five crimes now, including drug trafficking. He remains in the Tuscaloosa County Jail on more than $1 million in bond. So he was about to be the most popular guy in jail. (laughs) (laughs) They hadn't checked his tummy, (laughs) which is good for them, Tuscaloosa Jail. I'm glad y'all do that. Better than the Walker County Jail. I'll say that much. Also, everybody who's lighting up right now listening to this, don't want to spoil your fun. Yeah. But... There's no telling where no. that's been. Well, if you're doing drugs, you're not that worried about that part of no, it. No, I don't think yeah. so. Nah. There's a little cocaine uh, in the belly with some belly sweat on it. It's not going to hurt you. <laughs> no. Nah. Well, this At dude, least the belly sweat. Won't. Yeah. You know, for that whole time, he was like, I'm going to get away with it. I'm going <laughs> to get away with it. And finally, they were like, okay, sir, lift up your belly flat. flat. <laughs> and he's like, Dang. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Six grand is a lot of money to have stuck in your belly. It's a whole lot of money. Yeah. So, yeah, good uh, good for the cops, well, I guess. They're going to use that $6,000 to buy more MRAPs and military <laughs> equipment to use on the populace. Well, they're going to need that when the populace can't withdraw any money. It's sure. not worth anything. Right. Will we go a little nuts here? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to need that. Right. Well, speaking of drugs, the Mexican president, he knows how to fix the fentanyl crisis in the U.S. And the answer is uh, it's heartwarming. Okay. It's more hugs. Uh, Oh, okay. Not not stopping the cartels, just (laughs) more hugs. Okay. Like that. Maybe we should hug the cartels. Maybe they need it. Did you see they gave like four people back? The cartel did? Oh, they did? You know, they killed those Americans down there. Something's fishy about that whole story, by the way. Nobody's talking about that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think those were just tourists down there hanging out. I think they were involved in something. Oh, okay. They got killed, and then the cartel was like, our bad guys, here's the people who killed them and, like, turned over four cartel members, probably from a rival cartel. (laughs) You know, the cartel's not known for being too up and up on things. Right. And wrote us an apology letter going, our bad guys. And they're just like, trust us. These are the guys who These did are the it. guys who did it. They tied <laughs> them up. We're like, here you go. You can have them. So 
there's honor so, among the cartels. So our I business guess. is done here. Well, everyone right? has said I've heard all the you know because I'm I'm afraid of the cartel that they don't mess with American tourists because they know because that's a good way to bring heat on. Yeah, you you're going to get yeah. the American government involved if that happens. We need to pay them money. Yeah, so that they just turn a blind eye right. to our business. Exactly. Rather than yeah, you know, harming Americans yeah. because then they're not going to turn a blind eye to their right. Our just, business all anymore. we need to do is funnel money to politicians, have them keep the border open, and we'll be fine. Right. We don't need to be killing, you know, Tiny and his wife down there on their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. That helps nobody. Right. Now, that's going to close the border up real quick. <laughs> that's going to get the American military involved. <laughs> we don't need any of that. It's going to be an international incident. Yes. All we need to do is keep these politicians paid off, keep the border open, so business keeps flowing. Mm-hmm. That's all we need to do. Right. So, yeah. In addition to that, more hugs. (laughs) And more hugs, apparently. (laughs) Mexico's president has said that U.S. families are to blame for the fentanyl overdose crisis because they don't hug their kids enough. Okay. The comment by President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador caps a week of provocative statements from him about the crisis caused by fentanyl a synthetic opioid trafficked by Mexican cartels that has been blamed for about 70,000 overdose deaths per year in the United States. Lopez Obrador, commonly known as AMLO. I'm, I hope I'm probably saying none of this, uh, right? We, nah, we don't know. I mean, <laughs> we're American. We don't have to learn other we countries' We know who Joe leaders. Biden is. That's, that's right. all that's important. Uh, he said family values had broken down in the United States because parents don't let their children live at home long enough. Uh, He has also denied that Mexico produces fentanyl. On Friday, the Mexican president told a morning news briefing that the problem was caused by a lack of hugs and embraces. Quote, there is a lot of disintegration of families. There is a lot of individualism. There is a lack of love, of brotherhood, of hugs and embraces, Omlo said, of the U.S. crisis. That is why they, the U.S. officials, should be dedicating funds to address the causes. What are they going to? They're going to be like a hug, a hug it out, hug credit, maybe your taxes. Maybe he's. (laughs) I I actually kind of agree with him. You Mm -hmm. know, like I think a lot of problems stem from the breakdown of the family. Yeah, no matter how much fentanyl the cartel smuggle in the United States, nobody's making you do it. Exactly. You got to be hugging them kids. If you hug your kids, they're less likely to do drugs. Right. That's probably true. Hugs, not drugs. Yes. Hugs, not drugs. (laughs) That's probably true on some level. Yes. If we could just stop the people from bringing it here, that would help too. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to throw that suggestion out there. Sure, we need to hug more. Sure, we need to work (laughs) on our family structure that's disintegrated in the United States. Of course, we need to do that. Let's also stop. In the meantime, while we're working on that, let's stop letting them bring it in here. Here's the question, John. What is more likely to happen? What's easier to do? Stop the cartel smuggling in <laughs> fentanyl or make American parents hug <laughs> on their kids. kids more? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we were working real hard on a wall not long ago. <laughs> We were working very hard on it. Not well, we ago. see how hard that is. Yeah. That didn't happen. No, it didn't get it finished. <laughs> so, Which I also read. So we're just going to have to go with the hug thing. I, I've been catching up on the news today. I read that Trump was getting arrested now. 
<laughs> for some oh for all the paying off whoever stormy daniels stuff yeah like i i saw that story and i thought about reading it but then i was like i don't want to i just don't want to talk about it but i was so, like i don't care supposedly he said I, I think it was at a rally that he expects to be arrested on tuesday okay and he's calls for more protest but i don't know if that's like he really said that or sure. if the media is saying that he's he said something that sounded kind of like that right. they're trying to like build up the whole Trump's a revolutionary. I don't sure. know. I have no idea. I, who knows either. I, I don't really. Since when do is it illegal him, to pay a porn star not to talk say. about your learned like, affair? Can't. <laughs> <laughs> if America's not about being able to pay off a mistress, <laughs> then I don't want to be a part of this country anymore. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what's going on with that. Our banking system's failing. We're going to arrest a former president. The cartels shipping stuff over here in their presence just tells us we need to hug our kids more. I'll tell you this, John. When it came out that, let me be specific here, Trump's lawyer yeah. paid a porn star right. not to talk yes. about her sleeping with the former president. Yeah. And evangelicals still defended and embraced Donald Trump. Sure. It is at that point I thought, Anything is possible. Well, truly, this is America, the land of opportunity. <laughs> I've I've told you that I think I've said it on this podcast for years. Uh, the left told Christians to leave their morality out of politics, <laughs> and then they did. And then when we did, they were all like, "Where are your morals?" <laughs> we're like, just leave your morals. Nobody cares about your morality. We're talking about politics and. And doing what's best and finding the best people to do the job and all that. And Christians were like, all right, have it your way. <laughs> Just like Burger King. That's right. Just like Burger King. Man. Well, maybe the president will get arrested. The ex-president will get arrested because that'll be pretty awesome for the news. <laughs> a long time. I, mean, I don't care if Donald Trump gets arrested. It'd be kind of funny to me. It would be funny. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if he gets arrested, sure. gets out, and then still gets the nomination. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's what they'll say is like, you know, they're scared of him. That's why yeah. they're trying to put him in jail and all that. It'd be a, Which there may be a grain of truth to that. Well, possibly yeah. so. I mean, they're going to rig the election anyways, Tiny. <laughs> I mean, no one's arrested Hunter Biden no. for blatant drug use. No. So. No, that's true. No one's arrested <laughs> him. That's a good point. Um. He's just out there having a little bit of fun, you know? He's not breaking laws like paying people off. He's just having a little fun. He's not paying off his stripper not to talk about their affair. He's just owning it. No, he's just owning it. (laughs) He's getting payoffs from China, you know? He's not paying anybody off. Ah, Nothing to worry about there. Well, uh, a Daytona Beach man attacked by an alligator after answering the door. Uh, they don't knock, be- knock. Yeah, right. That's it's a, there. It's a horrible Gator. knock, knock. <laughs> you think his ring doorbell would help him out with that. Gator who? Chomp. <laughs> a Daytona Beach man was bitten by a nine-foot alligator Saturday. He said the attack happened after he heard a noise at his front door and opened it, only to find an unexpected visitor. Scott Hollinsworth said he was watching TV with his wife at their home on Champions Drive when he heard a bump at the door. I jumped up and headed over and opened the door 
stepped out while trying to reach the lights and barely got out of the door and my leg got clamped on and it started shaking really violently. Oh, no. You know what it's doing? Yeah, death roll, baby. <laughs> it's trying to drown him. <laughs> Hollinsworth said it was dark outside. So first he thought that it could have been a big dog attacking him. Speaking of big dog attacks, <laughs> Beckham down. We got a we got a Beckham, the new queen, in <laughs> here with us. Uh, it happened really quickly. wasn't a whole lot of time. It was just a total surprise and shock. Uh, he said, "We see alligators." Uh, behind our house is a regular thing, but they always keep their distance from us. Hollingsworth was bitten on the upper thigh and taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. I suspect I surprised the alligator as much as he surprised me. A trapper called by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Committee Commission found the gator and euthanized it, according to them. Uh, nuisance alligators are euthanized and not relocated because there is a stable and healthy population in Florida. Relocated alligators often try to return to the capture site or end up fighting with other gators in their new habitat, they said. Frank Robb has nearly 30 years of experience working with crocodiles and started the nonprofit environmental education awareness research support and services he said an alligator and human interactions will become more common as spring gets closer their hormones which are actually very similar to ours ramp up twice a year so does my wife's (laughs) (laughs) this happens to coincide with spring and fall they'll just be more active this time of year and you'll see a more uh human conflict with them kind of crossing paths the more homes that are being built, the more things that are going on, the more you see them walking around and doing stuff, which makes sense. So, yeah. That just, said, I'm tired of blaming people on alligators acting up. Well, I was going to say that. How about this alligator <laughs> went up to this kid, this dude's house, and chomped down on yeah, his leg? That's a, a bad thing. Premeditated attack, it <laughs> exactly. sounds like. Yeah. yeah. They're out here hunting. This is what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like if you hear a bump at the door, you maybe just don't go rushing out, mm-hmm. you know, try maybe to look ass- out the people, yeah. <laughs> maybe look out the people, check out the dining room window, whatever, do a little assessment before you just start barging out. Right. Now, apparently his porch light switch was on the outside too, which doesn't make That's sense. That's not smart. Yeah. Cause That's he said he design. had to open up to try to turn on the light. That's a bad design. Very bad it's design. Terrible design. Yeah. That's somebody's pawpaw. Yeah, <laughs> right. They wired it up, wired, wired up, up the trailer. Yes. They built him a porch and all that. Yeah, that's probably right. You know, well, I, yeah, I, I can drop a wire, but it's gonna have to be on the outside. <laughs> right. Okay, Paul, do whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, just don't go barging out your door if you hear a bump at it. Just give it a look, see first. It might be an alligator out there. Excellent point. I found. All these people posting that crap in the Facebook group are visitors. Oh, really? Yeah. A can lot we of switch them. it to where just members? Yeah, that's what I was going to see. I, I can definitely go through and individually ban them or turn on post approval for them. A lot of them have already been banned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just need to see what's up. See if we can make it where they can't. You got to be a member to post. Hmm. I don't understand I'm assuming all these are bots, right? Right. Like, I'm assuming none of these are real people. Can't be. But what is the, like, 
What's your end game? Exactly. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, if I can convince all these people in this podcast fan group. <laughs> For a very <laughs> small podcast. That various celebrities are dead. What that's step one to world domination, right? Like, step one, we got to get this niche <laughs> audience to believe that various celebrities are dead. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> it's definitely weird. I need chat GPT forward to explain the calculus <laughs> to me. Like, how does that result? Yeah, what is this? What are y'all doing? What's the point in this? I don't know. It's weird. Well, anyway, for my last story here. British Columbia man shocked to discover that his health file described him as a redneck hick. Okay. <laughs> a merit British Columbia man says that he was shocked to discover that notes from his, uh, is that P-H-Y-S-I-O therapist. Psychotherapist? <laughs> I mean, that's what it. It's almost like Scythio. Yeah, I don't know. So stupid. Man, why does anybody (laughs) listen to this? Uh, In his official workers' compensation file, used derogatory comments to describe him and his injuries. Uh, Robert Monroe, 37, hurt his back in December while on the job delivering furniture. Uh Uh-oh, John. (laughs) Is your spider sense tingling? Yes. (laughs) He filed a WorkSafe BC claim and ended up in physiotherapy. I'm assuming that's what that is. But while reviewing his WorkSafe BC file, he came across comments referring to him as quote, redneck hick to death, and, and, quote, uneducated, massive redneck P word. Hmm. I mean. Okay. (laughs) And claimed that he was playing the system. The physiotherapist was really nice right up front, Monroe told Daybreak Kamloops guest host Doug Herbert. He said that he made him feel uncomfortable about returning to that physiotherapist for care, which, I mean, I wouldn't want to go back to that guy either. Those were the little notes that he was jotting down. Right, yeah. Which, I mean, it doesn't make it right, but it's possible he was just having a bad day, too. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Could be. I mean, I've had some bad days before. It's still odd that that's what he would write down in the official file, though. Right. (laughs) Like, like everyone who's going to be reviewing this (laughs) is going to be totally cool with the fact that I called him a P-word. Yeah. Oh, well, they may have all read it and been like, yeah, he's right. He is one. Y'all dealt with him before. Uh, Interior Health has confirmed of his, his complaint and that he says that the complaint is currently under investigation. The CBC has contacted the therapist involved for comment but has not yet received a response. Monroe says his file has since been edited to remove the inappropriate comments and was told by his case manager that it was so that he didn't have to relive seeing it every time he logged on to the WorkSafe for information (laughs) about his case. (laughs) But he said that he was sure to keep screenshots of the initial report which he has shown to CBC. Okay. He has also been referred to another therapist at a different clinic. He says that he would like an apology from the therapist. Beyond that, he says he's still too angry to know how he wants the situation to be rectified. A major apology would be nice. I would challenge this guy to a boxing match. You know? <laughs> so we got to fight it out, like, buddy. Let's just fight. Yeah. You going to call me that? <laughs> yeah. 
Those are fighting words. Maybe in a parking that lot. That you put in an official government document. Sure. Yeah. Well, he's going to get paid is what all this will come down to. Mm-hmm. You know, this is no big deal. We're paying bankers and everybody else. So I think maybe we should uh, use some mean words about that. Maybe that should be in his official file. Sure. File. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you get to write whatever you want to about this guy in his file. Yeah. Yeah. Turnabout's fair play. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like this therapist, like. Someone goes on his website and yeah. says, just so everyone knows, he has officially been yeah. uh, named the, a... A baby back B-word. <laughs> yes. This is exactly what he is. <laughs> and he's a racist. And he's a racist. Because <laughs> everything's a racist. The worst thing you can call a guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel uh, like this dude who is going to sue and probably get a pretty good payout over mm-hmm. this, and which is way more yeah. than he would have gotten from just a simple, yeah, simple work, a simple work comp claim. <laughs> right, he he's going to have to go to a few visits and everything. Now he's going to get paid. Yeah, probably a lot of vacation time. There's going to be like it take. Take the rest of the year off. He might not deliver furniture ever again. Ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's what happens. Well, speaking of another guy that's going to get paid, man sues Buffalo Wild Wings, claims pricey boneless wings are basically nuggets. (laughs) I thought we all knew that. Everybody knew this, right? (laughs) It was settled science. (laughs) Did he not get the memo? I thought Dr. Fauci said that's what they were, and we couldn't argue about it. We had to believe him. Is there anyone, I'm curious, anybody out there in the listening audience, did you think there are chickens out there who have wings with no bones bones in them? them? Maybe. There may be people out (laughs) there. That's not how wings work. That's how PETA says we're growing them now. (laughs) Well, I mean, if that was the case, then I would be like super proud of science right right. now. We just making a meat sack that we can yeah. later sell. Um, a Chicago man has filed a class action lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings, saying the restaurant change is charging too much for his boneless wings, which are basically nuggets and not made from the actual wing of a chicken. Eamon <laughs> Halman, Halim, filed the complaint this week against a restaurant and inspired brands incorporated in the U.S. District Court of Northern Illinois. According to court documents obtained by Fox television station, Halem, excuse me, Halem contends the boneless wings are actually not part of a chicken wing, but instead slices of chicken breast meat deep fried like wings. Duh. I, I wouldn't use wings in your complaint about them not being wings, though. Right. I would have picked just meat hunks or something. <laughs> the clear-cut case of false advertising should not be permitted as consumers should be able to rely on the plain meaning of a product's name and receive what they're promised, the lawsuit stated. Haleem also contended that uh, had consumers known what the boneless wings are made out of, they would have paid less for them, if at all. Uh, he claimed he purchased the boneless wings in January, but after learning what they're made of, he said he regretted his decision. <laughs> this guy sounds like a big old P word. <laughs> As a result, <coughs> Mr. Halem suffered a financial injury 
As a result of the defendant's false and deceptive conduct, the lawsuit Financial injury. I I suffer from those every day. (laughs) Well, you think Buffalo Wild Wings could be like, hey, we'll settle this out of court for the price of your meal. You know, we'll just pay you that back. You can have which it is back. more than he deserves. In exactly, my <laughs> this guy is a huge p-word. Yeah, he's just trying to get paid. Uh, the lawsuit cited a New York Times article that said the practice of selling boneless wings came from the rising cost of actual chicken wings and the decreasing cost of chicken breasts. Um, he's suing for false and deceptive business practices, among other claims. Fox television stations has reached out to Buffalo Wild Wings for comment, but they have yet to respond. So I'm sure if they could respond, it would be like, this is what we have to deal with, guys. <laughs> like this is part of the reason. This, right? yeah, this is part of the reason why your meal is so expensive. We have to cover frivolous lawsuits. So <laughs> yes. from some dude who is mad he ate chicken nuggets and paid a little <laughs> bit more for them. This is stupid. Yeah. If you'll excuse me, I need to go file a lawsuit against the Girl Scouts for their cookies not being made out of real Girl Scouts. Sure. Um, yeah, fruit I, Loops. I don't know if y'all know this. Not made out of real fruit. No fruit. That's right. <laughs> False advertising. Um, Almond milk. Yeah. Almonds don't lactate. No, they don't. They don't at all. That is something that mammals have the corner market on. That's true. Yeah, I think uh, there is false advertising, and then there is this, which is <laughs> like being stupid. Yeah, like you know, you knew when you ordered this that it's not a wing mm-hmm. because wings have bones in it. You know, like, and we clearly say this doesn't have a bone in it. Right. Now, I've always thought people who eat boneless wings are not real men. You know, right. like you and I. Yeah. And because you are just eating chicken nuggets that are in sauce. So just go get you some chicken nuggets. Eat a real wing like a real person. I don't mean to blow anybody's mind here, but chickens actually don't have fingers. That's right. So your chicken fingers out there are not real fingers. That's right. And if they were, I'm concerned they don't have bones in them. That's true. (laughs) And they're big. They're big chicken fingers. (laughs) Big old chicken middle fingers. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> we ate at several nice restaurants in Hawaii. Thomas ate chicken nuggets at just about every one of them. <laughs> Except the very nice place where they worked us in because they did not have chicken nuggets. Of course, they didn't have a kid's mm-hmm. menu. But they had a <laughs> they had a Wagyu beef burger yeah. that he got and ate. And uh and he got it like, you know, they had all this like uh you know, it was uh, a puree on it and all this stuff. And he mm-hmm. was like, I just want meat and bread. <laughs> well, <laughs> Waitress was like, you sure? I was like, he's weird. Just give him that. So, yeah. The upside to this is you can go home and tell Thomas that boneless wings are yeah. actually nuggets. Sure. And that's one more thing he can yeah. add into his diet. No, that's, yeah. He was leaving to go see his girlfriend, you know, a week apart. It's rough on him. <laughs> he bought her a souvenir. I remember those days. They have ABC stores in Hawaii. And I don't think, I always thought the ABC store here was just like the liquor store, but this has like souvenirs and liquor and beer and, uh-huh. and groceries and all that in there. Perfect place yeah. to buy your one true love a souvenir exactly. from. <laughs> but he bought her this nice little necklace. It's like a sterling silver necklace. It paid 40 bucks for it or whatever. At the ABC store. At the ABC store. <laughs> I was like, 
you don't have to tell her where you bought it. Like yeah. this is a this is a necklace from Hawaii, you know, blessed by the volcano gods. <laughs> oh, I dropped so many Tua references while I was there too. I like talking to like a Polynesian person. I'd be like, "Well, my friend Tua is from Hawaii," <laughs> and they'd be like, they'd be like "Tua Tagliavoa, a Tagliavoa, or whatever his name yeah. is." I'd be like, "He played at Alabama." Which one of the guys was like, are we sending y'all any more quarterbacks? I was like, please, dude. If they're <laughs> we'll as good as him, him, we'll take all of them. I love Tua. Anyways. Uh, we'll settle for a Manti Teo. Yeah. So I was telling Thomas, like, uh, don't tell her you got it at the ABC store. You don't have to tell her where you got it. It don't matter to her. A gift's a gift, right? You didn't have <laughs> you to get her anything. stole it from a kiosk yeah. on the side of the road. Right. And, uh, and so Deidre was like, oh, so you're going to give her a $40 necklace. I was like, it's an $80 necklace, Deidre. And she was like, <laughs> I thought Thomas said he paid $40 for it. I was like, but as far as Jesse's concerned, <laughs> it's going to be an $80 necklace. <laughs> so I was like, that's just how we long men do it. We're saving money here. Well, let's talk about our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at the website, CajunCurl.com, and use our our promo code EOP10. Do that in a little early, (laughs) but you can use it, too, and get a discount on it. That's an $80 value. (laughs) That's an $80 value. You know who's not getting sued for false advertising? Cajun Curl. Cajun Curl. That's right. Wait till they find out Brandon's not actually Cajun. (laughs) (laughs) He may be, though. I don't know. Um, I tell you what, he cooks like a Cajun. He sure sure does. Only that dude can cook. Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Paris, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you could think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowell's Fresh Market, on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace and the Piggly Wiggly down 69 South in Taylorville. All their products are made in the USA, no, not, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by Evelyn the Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. We have a couple voicemails with yeah. a transcription unavailable. Okay. So this could be from anybody. <laughs> could be. <laughs> let's, let's give it a listen. Ooh. We got a fax machine? I think, I think we got a fax machine. So I try to fax in a question or something. <laughs> yeah, there's 55 seconds of that. Okay, great. <laughs> so, Perfect. Five seconds of this. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, one more time. It's Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, thank you. 
Be Thank sure. you for calling in. You need to when at the end of the Patreon show and you say, "Here's Bigfoot." <laughs> Use that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> That's good stuff. That's excellent. Uh, and we also got a text message. Oh, okay, cool. Says if Bob is short for Robert and Jim is short for James, what is Luke short for? A stormtrooper. Uh. Ah, I got you. This is, this is a Star Wars joke. I was going to say Lucas. I was going to seriously answer it. <laughs> yes, Lucas. Uh, that comes from Portland, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Also, he uh, he throws in that he ate Chick-fil-A twice this week Oh, nice. to make up for Jacqueline not eating chicken or Chick-fil-A when she was down in Florida. So. <laughs> Way to go, Portland, Pat. Yeah. Uh, was it <laughs> Jacqueline, if you strike... This chicken franchise down will come back twice as strong. We'll raise it up <laughs> twice as strong. In three days. In three days. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, I did not see a Chick-fil-A in Hawaii. It doesn't mean there wasn't one. I ate mm-hmm. a Jack in the Box and was not impressed with it. <laughs> it was okay, but it wasn't great. Right. Uh, I, they did have a KFC, but on every menu we went, there was no fried chicken. Really? Yeah. Well, what do they serve there? Well, I mean, I, we didn't go to the KFC. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, like, every restaurant we went at, there was not a fried chicken option. Okay, so... Unless it was chicken fingers. So it may just be Yeah, KFC is the only place you can yeah. get. Also, lie, chickens don't have fingers. Well, I was just like... Uh, <laughs> False advertising. I was just like, well, I guess, you know, uh, learning how to batter stuff and put it in hot oil didn't make it to, like, Polynesian <laughs> culture right. along the way. They didn't develop that like yeah. we did. So it's just not part of what they do. Huh. I don't know. But all the food I have is good. I like it. They got a lot of fruit, too, so I ate a lot of pineapple. Well, John, one thing we need to do as this free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. Seriously, guys, thank you all so much for supporting what we do. We would like to thank, by name, those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Mick Will. Will. Thank you all so much for supporting this show. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have tiers, but $5. $5 gives you you a whole extra show. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know why you're not doing it. Right. Yeah. My wake a wish is for you to join the Patreon. <laughs> I would like to go to Hawaii. Sure. <laughs> join the Patreon. Let's send Tiny and his family to Hawaii, y'all. Come on. And then we'll go to the Sipsy Wilderness together. <laughs> Absolutely. Sipsy Two Wilderness. most beautiful places in the world. Really? Yeah, it really is. I, I'm not kidding. Sipsy Wilderness is beautiful, y'all. I have been. It is yeah. it's quite lovely. Uh, two biomes meet in the Sipsy Wilderness. The Gulf Coastal Plain and the Piedmont Plateau mm-hmm. meet in the Sipsy Wilderness. It's beautiful. Last real stand of Eastern Hemlock in this part of the world's there. It smells wonderful. I love the Sipsy Wilderness. You're never going to get me not to be pumped on Alabama. <laughs> never. Oh. I was telling all the people at the zip line, worked at the zip line, you know, because everybody would have to go, and I was standing there. 
mm-hmm. about how awesome Alabama was. It was like, y'all think y'all are cool here. It was like, but we're better. <laughs> Which the guy did tell me there are only three trees native to Hawaii. Any mm-hmm. other tree you see in Hawaii was brought there by someone else. Really? Yeah. Huh. One was the Koa. I can't remember the others because they had like Hawaiian names like right. Nuha or whatever that made us repeat it. That got very old. <laughs> the whole trip, it would be like, uh, we say aloha, and that means whatever, the love you give, you know, but well, you know, they got a saying for all that stuff, and they're like, everybody say aloha. You'd be like, aloha. You know, like, <laughs> am I on door of the explorer? I don't want to learn your language. I'm just here on vacation. <laughs> just want to eat your food. Yeah, just want to eat your food. But like I said, the Polynesian is very proud of their culture. And they like to share it with you. They like to teach you about it, which I thought was very neat. So hmm. I'm I'm pumped on the poly, our Polynesian brothers and sisters. Told one lady to listen to the podcast. Nice. She's like, "What's Alabama like?" I was like, "Well, number one, it's the most wonderful and worst place on the world. <laughs> and if you want to know, you should listen to Earth Oddity podcast. You'll get to hear it all about Alabama." <laughs> and she was like, "Okay, I'll try to check it out. We'll see if she does. Maybe she'll call in." So anyway, that's patreon.com that's right. earth oddity, extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what we got coming up the extension today? I already forgot what I'm about to talk about. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got a story on... Uh, <laughs> Get off the show. Oh, yeah. A lady who found her husband. She, okay. she had lost her husband and found him. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Sugar Daddy Appreciation Day. Let's do it. So, <laughs> I mean, we need our days. It's basically just an extra Father's Day. Right? Right, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. You got anything else? Nope, that's it. All right. You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. That's right. We have some show art. You can check that out, underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes. have a brand new website, oh, yeah. earthoddity.net. Shout out, SBD. Yes. <laughs> and we also have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? It is 662 662- Four nine three two zero five nine. That's six six two four nine three two zero five nine. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. How do you say bye in Hawaiian? Uh, you say aloha. <laughs> aloha. Aloha. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Okay, patrons. It doesn't look like Kentucky's going to pull it out. (laughs) No, I don't think so. They're down, what, five? With 13 seconds to go. Yeah. I mean, there's a shot they could win. This is very slim. So I was going to tell you about my biggest.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.